Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, November the 27th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Kof, Hayfinal, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Unity in Action, Presenting a Completed Work. An upright, open mouth, bringing truth and praise, the revelation of a son. Living as a glorious light being with a higher consciousness in the image of Yahweh. Now today's declaration, as I was meditating on the, uh, particularly the three letters that we're honoring today, Kof, Hayfinal, and Resh. You know, I began to hear Holy Spirit talk about really this place of Kof yet again. During the month of November, of course, we've been talking a lot about Kof. But the letters that comprise the spelling of the word cough is cough and pay final. So you've got two of the two of the letters right there in one of the letters that we're, we're talking about today. And I kind of want to go back to this place because I know over the last week or so, I've talked a lot about how cough not only is a part of the place where we talk about the, the works of our hands and the things that we do, but also the words that we say that go along with that. You know, I kind of want to remind you of, of something that Yahweh released to me a couple of, of probably about a month ago now, uh, with regards to the intent of the heart forms the matrix, that the words of the mouth have the ability to grow and develop in. And you see, there's a, there's a two-sided part to that. You know, number one being the intent of the heart. Well, we know the scripture says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so you see where we begin to see, you know, what is the intention of what we are seeing? What is the intention of what Yahweh is showing us? And I think that's exactly where uh, Yahweh is wanting me to speak about today, is what do we see and how do we see it? I've mentioned these questions almost everywhere that I go. And every time we are in a, in a uh, School of the Living Letters or the Living Letter Mentor series, there are two foundational and basic questions that I ask all the time. What do you see? How do you see it? And not too long ago, Yahweh added me a third question. Why do you see it that way? Was the third question. The first one being, what do you see? You know, as we begin to, to peer into what Yahweh is showing us, the question is, what is it that we're looking at? I know that may seem like a fairly simple or basic question, but is it? You know, in other words, you know, sometimes when we, we look at a shadow and we think the shadow is something real, all that we really are seeing is the reflection or the outline of something that has been hidden behind something else. So the first question about what do I see has to ask those kind of questions. Am I looking at the real or am I looking at a shadow? Is this something, is there something more here than what actually meets the eye. And I know for me, that has challenged me probably more than anything, particularly dealing with interpersonal relationships, places where with friends and family and so on. And, and I want to judge based on, on what I see from a, a particular moment or a particular time without really taking the time to understand, is this nothing more than a shadow or is this the real that's going on behind it? And who am I to judge based on a particular incident, particularly when, when things happen 
you know, even just plain and simply driving down the road. We don't know what's really going on uh, on the other side of that. So what do you see? How do you see it? Now, how do you see it begins to talk about the place of the intention, the intent of the heart. You know, because I know that this challenges me more than you guys know, especially if I start to talk about the word driving, you know, I'll just leave it right there. Okay. I don't want to get into to any, I know the scripture says that, uh, uh, my grace is sufficient for you for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather boast about my weaknesses, but okay, let that statement that I just made uh, a moment ago be the boasting. All right. And I'll leave it right there. But yeah, because I'm definitely boasting in my weaknesses there. However, who am I to judge even in those situations like that? Or if somebody cuts us off at, say, a store or a, or places like that. We don't know the things that are actually going on. And and so it's in that place that, that Yahweh begins to say, you know, you are my light. You are my sons. You are my children. We, You are the ones that are living as glorious light beings with a higher consciousness in the image of me. And so it's it's one of those things where, okay, is this something that I really need to respond to? Because really, in my response, I begin to see the truth of how do I see it? Does that make sense? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And not only that, but out of out of our heart, out of our bellies flow the issues of life. So our responses are, are ingrained in this place of the intent of our heart. I remember years ago that Yahweh kind of showed it to me from a, a slightly different perspective in that, that there were three words that he spoke to me about this, and they were archetype, paradigm, and mindset. Now, the word mindset there could also be replaced with the word intention. So archetype, that's what I'm seeing. You know, in other words, what do I see? That's the, when I look at an archetype, it's the original. It's the place where everything else should be formed by. Yahweh himself is our archetype. Who he is, his responses, knowing him and looking into his face and becoming like him, that is our archetype. That is our original. That is who our heart is, is wanting to be the expression that Yahweh has made us to be, but yet for us to be like him. Paradigm. Now, I remember years ago that I would always get these two words confused because I thought they were really the same thing. Paradigm being the same thing as intention or mindset. Well, it's not. Paradigm is a pattern of thought. Paradigm is a, is a way that we think, sometimes without even thinking. Now, I know some of you may argue when I say this, but I'll just I'll, let me just say that the living letters have helped to show me a slightly different perspective in this. But I stopped believing in the place of us having what we call a subconscious. That is because what we call a subconscious gives us a place and an ability to be able to, to, uh, if you will, accuse that subconscious as being the reasons why that we respond or do a certain thing. When really, if we go back to the place of our paradigm, and I ask the question, what do I see and how do I see it? Then I begin to answer that question of really what my paradigm is. And that paradigm, see, that paradigm is what the way that we would respond when, if you will, we're not thinking. Because it's the 
it's the way that we think. It's the way that we respond. It's like the way that we respond with our wife or with our children or or with uh, different situations because we we know something well enough that we we have formed a pattern of thought with regards to that. And that pattern of thought carries us from one step to the next. Well, see, now that starts to make sense when I bring up the scriptures that talk about be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I would like to almost change that when with that word mind there to by the renewing of your paradigms. Same thing. We are changing our mind. We are changing the way that we're looking at something. And then we are are allowing that paradigm, the paradigm of Yahweh himself to be established within us, the paradigm of Holy Ghost and looking and seeing from his perspective, looking through his eyes. Remember, Yahweh has spoken and said that he spoke to me and told me that I never had to leave the secret place. The same is true with you. As Yahweh takes you into that secret place, you don't have to leave there. You now have a new set of eyes, a new paradigm by which to look through. Because remember, inside of the secret place, there are no demons, there are no devils. There is no one except you and Yahweh. Now, of course, I've talked to you also about the fact that there's another side to that. And that's the side of, of Yahweh in all of us. That's the Echad. That's the coming together and in the Yachad, uh, the Yachad of, of Almighty Yahweh and the Yahida of Almighty Yahweh. So I hope you're beginning to see the, 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 the perspective here in the coming together of this, because this is where we live as glorious light, light beings with a higher consciousness in the image of Yahweh. See, the whole point comes, I really believe, in the beginning of what Michelle said during the declaration today. It is unity in action, presenting a completed work. You know, I have one part to play in order to, to bring about the fullness of what Yahweh has spoken for me. But then each one of us all have a part to play that fits together like a puzzle piece as the fullness of what Yahweh is doing in the earth comes to, comes to be. He is not, we are not waiting on him. He is waiting on us to bring these things together, allow that unity in action to present a full, completed work back unto himself. Our upright, open mouths bringing truth and praise to the revelation of a son. Yahweh has called you son.